Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. $100 bill for you, Longoria, right now if you can name my favorite intersection in Metro Atlanta. Hundred dollars. Anyone's anyone's up for grabbing this? Deborah Loti. Can I think about it? No, it's oh. it's on the spot right now. Because Doug's gonna tell you in a second. No, you're never gonna get. Yeah, it. I don't, I don't this know. This is Nesbit Ferry and Brumbolo. Okay, is there a reason? Yes. Okay. So back in the day with Captain Herb, hey, it's the Mark Amp Show. Thanks for joining us. Back in the day, <laughs> Captain Herb was such a joy to work with, and like every time he'd hear a new crash on the scanner, he'd get on the two way and he'd sing it to you. And he, so, and this for this this sticks in my head for for I don't know why, but Doug too. He, he went he get on the two and be like, Nesbit Ferry Brumbolo Forty One I. Back me up on this, Doug Turnbull. Is that not your favorite intersection in Metro Atlanta? Well, yeah, absolutely. And what was even better is it was right before you were going to record it for a TV report, and yeah. he tried to sneak it in. He was like five, four, three, two. Nesbit Ferry Brumbolo Forty One I. Yeah, anyway. So there you go. You could have won hundred dollars long ago. So Doug just had a crash on was it Nesbitt Ferry or Brumbelow was that crash, Doug? It was uh Hoka Bridge at Nesbitt Ferry. So not quite a Brumbelow. Not quite. I'd love Nesbitt Ferry Brumbelow, forty one on Anyway, welcome to the show. Happy Monday, everybody. We've got a big show for you. Johnny Cabas is gonna join us with a fast food review. Chris Jose from Channel Two is up on Snow Patrol in the North Georgia Mountains. We'll check in him in about thirty minutes. But it's Monday. We're back on our normal time. That means what, Longoria? Let's play. Millennial Match Game. Uh, Joining us from her Buckhead condominium. She is the queen of Millennial Match Game. She's everybody's favorite. It's Randy. How are you, Randy Pants? Unmute yourself, Randy Pants. She's there, but... Yeah. All right. We'll get Randy tuned in. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Uh, Joey's in Buford. Joey, welcome to Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. I'm Joey. I'm an owner-operator of a company, and um, I'm here to play and win. Well, if you want, you can shout out your company, give you a little free plug, buddy. All right, cool. Aqua King Solutions here in Buford. Aqua King Solutions. What, what does that do? What do you do there? We wash the exterior of homes. Oh, all right. Nice. Longoria, Chuck, if you need that stone home wash, Joey at uh, Aqua oh, cool. Clean Solutions will hook you up. Uh, Sebastian is taking on Joey. Sebastian, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, how you doing, Mark? My name is Sebastian Brooks. I am a contractor for punch-out work all over Atlanta. I've lived here my whole life, and I'm excited to be here. Beautiful. How old are you, Sebastian? 30. All right, so you are technically a millennial, so this could give you an advantage here on Millennial Match Game. Still no Randy? Still no Randy. All right, here's the... uh... Here's the category. You know what, Mike Shields, can you stand by and be our millennial? Let's do it. All right, Mike Shields, uh, Classic Games and Toys Edition, a millennial match game. Uh, so here's the deal, guys. I'm going to play an old commercial from a game, and you guys have to guess whether or not millennial Mike Shields will know what the game is. This doesn't count. This is an example. I'm going to play some audio here, Longo. Oh, Twister, the hot spot. Yeah, Twister. Your feet and hands go down, but you got to stay up. Twister. All right, that should be pretty easy, Mike Shields. What game is that? Oh, Mark, that's Twister. That is Twister. All right, so again, guys, uh, you don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether or not Millennial Mike Shields will know the answer. Joey, you're up first. Will Millennial Mike Shields know what toy this is? 
Who walks the stair without a care and makes the happiest sound. Bounce up and down just like a clown. The best present yet to give or get. The favorite all over town. The hit no, of the day when I'd say no. You say no, that's a quick no from Joey. This is a classic toy. Mike Shields, what toy commercial is that? Boy, uh, Slinky? That is Slinky. How did you know that? How do you even know what a Slinky is? Listen, I'm, I'm a little knowledge on these kind of things, but the bouncing up and down, that was kind of my... Okay, my that, all right, look at that. You figure it out. All right, Millennial Match Game continues, brought to you as always by our pals at Rocco's European Garage. Uh, you are up, Sebastian. Will Mike Shields know what commercial this toy is for? Small and so petite, her clothes and figure look so neat. Her dancing outfit rings the bell. At party she will cast a spell. Purses, hats, and gloves below. And all the games. Wow, that's, that's an old commercial. What do you think, Sebastian? Women fun is only three dollars. No way. No way. Mike Shields, what commercial is that for? Uh, it's got to be some type of doll. Uh, I would think. Uh, Barbie. That is correct. Mike Shields. I usually say when in doubt, the millennial doesn't know, but Mike Shields knows. All right, Joey, you're up. Will millennial Mike Shields know what commercial featured this iconic toy? What do we love most about playing? Competing to own it all. The moments families love now. Kind of a newer sounding commercial. I'd say no. I, I guess they know. All right. Mike Shields, what uh, what TV or toy, what toy or game was that a commercial for? Boy, that yeah, that, that's a tough one. I'm just going to say, I know it's not it, but I'm going to say Monopoly. Why not? Modern it Monopoly. is Monopoly. Holy smokes. Mike Shields ah. is three for three. All right. Tag Team Millennial Match Game Classic Games and Toys Edition brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Millennial Randy figured out how to unmute herself. She tags in. Mike Shields, that was a great little run there, buddy. How are you, Randy? I'm better now. My bad. All right, good, good. I was. We called. Uh, we called the uh, authorities on you to make sure you're okay. <laughs> All right. So it's. I don't know if you were listening, but it's classic games and toys edition, a millennial match game. What is the score, Deborah Green, and who is up? It is uh, zero zero, and it's Sebastian's turn. All right, Sebastian. Will millennial Randy? Now this isn't Mike anymore. Who is nailing him? This is Randy. Will millennial Randy know what classic game or toy this commercial was from? Good night, friend. Squeeze him tight for when it's night. Watch his face light up bright. Good night, Susie. Yeah. That's kind of creepy. Uh, he says yes. Uh, Randy, what uh, classic game or toy is that? Well, if it sounds like the commercial, she sounds like she said a snugaboo. Is that your answer? Yeah. What the hell's a snugaboo? <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, the correct answer is glowworm. Glowworm. Oh, yeah. What's, is there a thing called a snuggaboo? No, listen to the lyrics. I could have sworn she Hold said, on. you want a snuggaboo? Oh, snuggable. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, that is uh, Longoria's pet name for his wife, snuggaboo. It is. Yeah. Hey, snuggaboo. All right, uh, was that a point or no point? No point. Who's up now? I'm so sorry. It's, it's Joey's turn. Joey, uh, will Millennial Randy know what classic game or toy this is? Turn on the magic of colored lights. Make a face to glow at night. Just pop in the colored pegs and follow the patterns. It's easy to make absolutely. beautiful pictures. You say absolutely. Randy, what classic TV uh, game or toy is that? Okay, like, I can't really think of the name, but I, I've played it. It's like a color bright little thing. Um, I, I just can't think of the name, but I know what I played it. What What did you say? I said like a color bright I'll something. give it to you. I'll give it to you. Light bright. Light bright. Light bright. Was, yeah, <laughs> color bright, light bright. That makes sense. That was a, that was a horrible toy. 
Right. Looking you back, like it? my daughter has it. Did she just like make little designs? That's yeah. for really yeah. slow kids. I'm just kidding. I remember that. Yeah. I remember being done with that toy in like three minutes. Like, this is it? That's all it goes? Oh, yeah. I was kidding about you're it. You're a boy. <laughs> you're a boy. That's true. Yes. That is true. All right. Uh, Millennial Match Game continues. It is Sebastian's turn. Sebastian. Well, Millennial Randy, you know what classic gamer toy this is? They're slugging it out. A left to the jaw. And. Oh, my block is knocked off. But you can press it right back on. Press this one. Oh, way. absolutely. Throws a right. You say absolutely? Right. I think you're wrong on this one. This is a much uh, better game than Light Bright, by the way. Randy, uh, do you want to hear that again, or do you know what that is? I, I think I, like, okay, I know the game. It's like you, you press the button for it and punch, and when you punch the block head, it, like, pop up, and then you knock it out. Like, I know the game, but I, it was like They're a block head. It out. A left to the jaw, and... Oh, my block is knocked off. But you can press it right back on. Press this lever. He throws a right. The other a left. What did he, what did he uh, guess? That he, he, she would know it? All right, I'll give it to you. That was you. You, you were funny, at least, Randy. Uh, that is not <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Oh, Rock'em Sock'em. Rock'em. That's it. That, there's no way that was around when you were a kid. They, they were barely around when I was a kid. That's an old game. Um, all right. I think they're still around. Are they still around? All right. I don't know. I don't go to the toy section. Unless it's for you Clark Howard's that. Christmas Kids. Exactly right. Uh, it is Joey's turn. Joey, Millennial Match Game. Well, Millennial Randy, know what classic game or toy this is? Each doll is different, and you can pretend to adopt them. My baby has a real diaper. You can love and care for them, like your very own. You're a pal. You're the only one. I love you. I remember it, but I don't. I don't know if Randy will be. Yeah, that's a tough call. It's right on the edge, right there. I'm with you. So you're gonna say no? No. All right, Randy. What uh, classic game or toy was that? Okay, so we know it's about a dolls. I was a big Barbie girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I, it's like it's like my baby or what's them dolls? The, the, the alive doll? <laughs> Did they have that back then? The live is that your answer? Live doll? Yeah, the alive doll. I've never heard of that. No, that was the uh, Cabbage Patch Kid. The Cabbage Patch. Uh, you you want to know a secret? Yeah. I was so tiny that for the first three months of my life, my mom had to draw, uh, wear, dress me in cabbage Shut patch clothes. Shut the front door. Are you yes. serious? They didn't I have, want, like, small kid sizes. I want pictures. I want pictures of preemie Randy <laughs> in cabbage patch. I, I, full disclosure, I had a cabbage patch kid. They were such a rage. I was like, I, like, I got to get one, Mom. And his name was Blakely or Blakesy <laughs> or really? something. Yeah. Yeah, I played with it for about the same amount of time I did the light bright thing. Yeah, Uh, Cabbage Pet—they were—they're from Georgia. Like that's a Georgia company. Yeah, we took the girls there to get their dolls. My buddy, what's the name of the inventor of that? Do you know offhand? Xavier Roberts. Xavier Roberts, my buddy from college. So on every Cabbage Patch doll, Randy had Xavier Roberts' signature on the butt. My buddy in college got that tattooed on his butt. Oh my goodness! Terrible tattoo. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's creative. I guess. I don't know. He's, or not. He's still single. Um, all right. End of round two of Millennial Match Game. What is the score, Deborah Green? Uh, Joey 2, Sebastian 1. All right. We've settled down. We got we got a dag- tag team action with Mike Shields and Millennial Randy. It's Millennial Match Game, Classic Games and Toys Edition. We're back where we belong, our normal time slot here on a Monday. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Millennial Match Game concludes next on The Mark Aram Show. Final round of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage continues on the Mark Aram Show. What is the score, Deborah, and who is up? All right, Joey's got two, Sebastian with one, and it is Sebastian's turn. Sebastian, classic game and toy version of Millennial Match Game. Will Millennial Randy know what commercial had this classic game or toy? 
Dun, dun, dun. If you want to win the game, you got to take a good aim and get the most marbles with your hippo. And who's ever hippo gets the most oh, yeah. marbles wins. Quick yes. Randy, what game is that? <laughs> I got my boyfriend is Hungry Hippos. There you go. Hungry, hungry hippos. Now, that was an entertaining game. Much better than light, bright, bright, light, whatever. Uh, it is Joe's turn. Joe, a millennial Randy, know what classic TV uh, commercial for a classic game or toy this is? Flick it down. Spin it all around. Anyone can play. Rock the baby. Rock the dog. Ooh, I don't know. What do you think, buddy? That's a classic. I'd say no. You say no. Randy, what commercial was that for? Uh, Bop It. Bop It. Close. It's the short word. Yo-yo. That's the yo-yo, Randy. That is the yo-yo. Whose turn is it? Sebastian. Sebastian. Well, Millennial Randy, get this commercial. You got to repeat the patterns of colored lights and sounds. The longer you play, the more challenging the pattern gets. What do you think? No. Randy, what game What game was that? Oh, my God. I love that game. It's like that memory game. Uh, <laughs> it was like red, yellow, and, and green. Yeah. Um, oh, mem- uh, highlight. I don't know. <laughs> Simon says. Simon says, real quick, oh, wow. last one. Will Millennial Randy know about this one? Draws and writes like magic. Turn the knobs and the lines go up and down and all around. No crayons, no chalks, never any mess. Joey, real quick, what do you think? Will Millennial Randy know that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Randy, what game or uh, toy was that? That's the magic pen. (laughs) (laughs) Also known as Etch-a-Sketch. Amazing job. Uh, Sebastian and Joey, thanks for playing. Sadly, because of the Rona, we have no prize to give away, but you guys are great. Check out Randy on the Power Pod and Black Educated and Broke. Uh, Happy belated Thanksgiving, Randy Pants. Thanks, Markster. We'll be right back with Chris Jose in the North Georgia Mountains after news, weather, and traffic. It's the Mark Aram Show. Hey, it's Beverly D'Angelo, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. We've officially switched the uh, switch, flipped the switch, switched the switch, turned it. Longoria is playing Christmas music now from here on out because that's what we do on the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. 640, 36 degrees on Peachtree Street. And ironic because our first taste of winter weather this season has arrived. Joining us live from uh, one of the North Georgia mountain communities, our buddy from Channel 2 Action News, it's Chris Jose. I forgot where you are, Chris. You're at uh, the Orchard. Where are you? Well, we were up there in Stanton County in Blue Ridge, so we're making our way back south right now on 515 in Ella J. And, man, it's still snowing over here. It's been snowing since, like, I think 3 o'clock this afternoon up there uh, in Fannin County, Mark. And as we're making our way south right now, it's still snowing. The good news is, you know, the roads are in good shape, man. And GDOT. Uh, we tagged along with a crew earlier in Fannin County. They were out uh, treating the roads, grinding the roads on uh, those problem spots and uh, bridges and underpasses. But overall, good shape here. There, there is some snow accumulating uh, in grassy surfaces and in parking lots, but overall, good shape. But, man, it is cold out here. I am, I've never been more jealous of anyone in my life because I – would love to, I mean, I guess for traffic-wise, it's not a good thing, but I would love for it to be snowing right now in the WSB courtyard and go out there. Like, the season started. We're here, Longoria. It's Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, did you feel the Christmas spirit up there as the snow was falling in beautiful Ella J? 
I did. I did. And, and, you know, earlier this afternoon, Mark, we were at uh, Mercier Orchards. You probably are familiar oh, yeah. with that place. Great and place. It's all decorated, uh, Christmas theme. And it was like that perfect setting because, you know, everyone's in that festive mood. Uh, everyone's out there shopping, having a good time. I, I met this family from Florida, from Miami. First time they ever saw snow today, man. Wow, First no time kidding. Ever seen snow. Yeah. And they're out there taking selfies in front of the orchards, and they were just having a good time playing in the snow. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of these things, too, where it can be a little bit tricky because I'm looking at the temperature right now. It's 30 degrees, so hopefully we don't see any black ice. But I think overall GDOT has done a good job treating the roads. Beautiful stuff. Uh, again, really, I, I, did, is your wife jealous that you got to get up there and experience the snow? No, man. She, she, if she had a choice, she'd be down there in Miami <laughs> she didn't, with that family. Didn't, didn't harken back to her days in Cheyenne? She is, she's not longing for the, uh, the old snow days? Man, there's a reason why we moved to Atlanta. <laughs> it's a little warmer than Wyoming. Excellent. Chris, appreciate the update. The good news, no accumulation. is just beautiful right now. Yeah, it, it's beautiful out, man. Just be safe on the roads if you're out and about, but just enjoy the weather. Excellent. Thanks so much, Chris. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, we'll see you. So here's here's the deal. If you do see snow, um, I'd love for you to use the open mic feature on the WSB radio app. Let the news department know where you're seeing snow, whatever. Or if you have snow pictures, tweet them at, uh, at WSB radio, or you can post them on the WSB radio Facebook page or my Facebook page or my Twitter, whatever. I just want to get – I'm so jealous, Longoria, that, that I know. there's snow, like, not far from here, and we don't get any of it. I, I love – what's that? Nothing. Nothing. No it's snow. all right. Well, it's 36 degrees. Yeah. Funny story. So uh, Chris was telling you about the family from Florida that had never seen snow before. So when I was growing up in Connecticut, my cousins lived in Florida. And they drove up to spend Christmas with us one one year. They drove up. That was insane. Anyway, it snowed. And they didn't have snowshoes or anything. And they wanted to go play. They had never seen snow before. So I remember I was maybe five or six. So they would have been nine and 12. The, my mom... Um, rubber banded um big plastic <laughs> baggies bags. around yep, there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yes. the bread bags. Yeah, yeah. I put bags. them over my socks and then my boots on. Yeah. yeah. They were I mean they were in absolute heaven to see snow for the first time. And I was just laughing at them wearing bags on their feet. <laughs> and then they beat me up. <laughs> as they should. Yeah. yeah they as should. as older cousins should. So all right. So if you're if you're in the North Georgia Mountains enjoying the snow, love to hear from me via the uh, WSB radio open mic feature. Or uh, send us your pictures on Twitter and Instagram at WSB Radio, or just send them over to my page, Mark Aram WSB. All right, uh, we're going to check traffic. Come back. Uh, I'm debating what to talk about. You want to talk about COVID or $106 cheeseburger, Longoria? $106 cheeseburger. We'll talk about that next on the Mark Aram Show. And I brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow. 6.53, in front of 7 o'clock, 36 degrees on Peachtree Street. Apparently some uh, flurries in Marietta, Longoria. Yeah, the girls already saw them. Oh, they did see yeah. them? Okay, good. I was going to. real happy. Yeah, good, good, good. Text uh, your wife, hot neighbor, Chuck. Let her know there's snow at Longoria's house. I'll let her know. <laughs> she wants to go over there for cocktails. Uh, Christian's in Milton. Christian, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Mark, good good evening to you. Uh, pleasure to speak with you. Milton, we have giant snowflakes. Christmas is upon us. Oh, I'm so jealous. So jealous. 
That's great, though, because uh, we flipped the switch. I mean, right, as soon as you finish that last piece of pie on Thanksgiving, that's when the Christmas season starts in my book. Indeed. Indeed. Um, uh, bless us, because we don't get this very often, but uh, please be careful on the roads. Amen. Couldn't have said it better myself, Christian. Be safe out there. Uh, speaking of Christmas, the Mark Aram Show Christmas cards started arriving in mailboxes across uh, North Georgia. So if you got yours, I'd love to... Uh, uh, see it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, just a picture of it hanging on your fridge or in the bathroom, wherever you put the, the thing. I put a couple of them. It should be in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you tag me on your Instagram story, I'll repost it as well, at Mark Aram, uh, just to show. Uh, I just like to see where people yeah, yeah. where people have them hanging up. All right, $106 burger. Uh, you know who Gordon Ramsay is? I do. He's like uh, like the jerk chef, I guess. Like he screams at oh, it. Oh, yeah, he yells at everybody. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I know him is because uh, he was in an episode of Extras with Ricky Gervais. Oh, jeez. And they almost got in a fight at a restaurant. <laughs> it was really funny. He's like, you doughy-faced French cooking. <laughs> like, it was just hilarious. Anyway, uh, so he's opened a, uh, a restaurant in London. Why people are opening restaurants right now is beyond me. Like, could there be a worse time to open up a restaurant? I would think. Like, during the Great Depression, maybe? Like, well, hey. maybe everything is cheaper now, you know. But, w- w- maybe. And you're in but, hopes that everything's going to be better. And anyway, um, there, at, his, uh, at his restaurant in London, there is a $106 burger uh, apparently, the burger named the Wagyu Burger will reportedly feature an exquisite lineup of 100% UK heritage beef patty, seared Wagyu sirloin, fresh black truffles, and truffle pecorino cheese. So I don't know anything about UK heritage beef patty, Deborah. Your husband is from the United Kingdom. Is that is that like a big thing? I guess so. I don't. I really don't know much about it either. But I guess it's just it's very rare. Yeah. Now I've had Wagyu before. That's uh, expensive anyway. Right? Oh my god! Yeah, just in yeah. General. Didn't you have that at the sushi place? I had it. Well, I had it in. I've had it a number of times. I had it in Japan for the first time with Maya and her mom. Uh, I told you how they how they say steakhouse in Japan. I don't think so. Steaky house. Oh like, yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. 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 So we went and they had like the the world famous wagyu beef. It was amazing. And then I had it New Year's Eve at Chops in Buckhead. And then the other day, I had it at Nakado Sushi right. Place. It is, like, life-changing. No offense to Omaha Steaks. <laughs> no offense no offense, Erickson. But the Wagyu beef is sure. in, I mean, unbelievable. It Just crazy. Crazy good. But it's crazy expensive. $106. Um, I, I'm okay for, listen, I'm on opposite side of the food spectrum. Like, I will get three hot dogs at Quick Trip on the way home tonight. But I'll also... You know, buy a wagyu. Sure. You know, I, I, yeah. if I'm going to spend money, I want it to be really good. I don't know if I could go 106 bucks for a burger, though. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a little bit too much. Yeah, that I mean, because it's a burger. Yeah, right? like I would be like, can I get it without the truffles? And <laughs> charge me 60 bucks? Like I'd prefer that. Like 60 dollars, I could be like, hey, maybe, you know, sure, uh, maybe I could. Ju- I don't know, 106 dollars for a burger. Deborah Green, 106. Yeah, why would why the six dollars? Well, maybe it, maybe well, it's probably because it's pounds to dollars. Oh, oh. look at that! Man, there you go. So yeah, freaking smart. That. She's that's Star-Lo. why she's the executive producer. So it's probably a hundred pounds or ninety, 90 pounds, pounds, and then it, like that, right, yeah. Okay. Early running for start of the show. <laughs> so here, you're not going to believe the most I ever spent on a single food item. I'm going to tell you when we come back, but I'd like to know what the most you've ever spent on a single item of food is. You're going to think less of me when I tell you what I spent on what I spent. It's going to blow your mind. You're going to hate me. You're going to think I'm an idiot. And I am. 
We'll discuss when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Hang tight. News, weather, and traffic next on 95.5 WSB. Oh, oh, the mistletoe hung where you can see. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the highly acclaimed Mark Aram show, which you can hear Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole gang here tonight, Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck screens them calls. Uh, $106 cheeseburger now available at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. What is the most you've ever paid for food, and was it worth it? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Before I tell you what I've spent on food, mm. and before you all hate me, a uh, quick check of, I haven't seen you guys since Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving there, Deborah? Mine was hot garbage. Hot garbage. So yep. Deborah, <laughs> uh, can I say this yeah, on the yeah, air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Deborah's mother-in-law, who is fr- who's English, <laughs> right. I saw the picture. Decided yes. to say, "I'm going to host Thanksgiving because she's bored and she's she's the stuck matriarch. At the, well, she's stuck at the house; she can't yes. do anything. She's like, just come over here. Okay, what, that's which fine. is a great gesture. Yeah, but, that's great. But turkey, fine. No mashed potatoes. Uh, I saw no, the potatoes. Were those potatoes? The, <laughs> right. Yeah. No Instant green potatoes. beans. No <sighs> rolls, no pumpkin pie. Was it just I, a turkey on the table? It was a turkey with boiled carrots. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you. Like and a I'm scene like, out of Oliver here's Twist. Here's the thing, and I'm like, look, here it is. This is nope. American holiday. I want to spell it with American food. You don't see me trying to serve up tacos on Guy Fox Day or anything <laughs> nice. like that. Nice. Well, I'm, thoughts and prayers to you, Deborah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Low-key, what, what did you do? Low-key Thanksgiving because the we family couldn't come in? Nothing. No. Order a pizza? What everybody, you do? everybody bailed. Oh, I smoked some salmon. That was about it. I bet you smoked some salmon. Yeah, I did. All right, I did. I did some salmon in the smoker. That was it. Very nice. And uh, Longo? Yeah, my mother-in-law cooked pretty much everything normal. I saw uh, the picture of your wife know, and mother-in-law we in the over kitchen. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see any of the food pics though. Oh, well, yeah, well, I, I, we have some. I'll, I'll probably put some up, but All it's right. kind of late now. Very good. Did you behave? I know you. Uh, I did. You look amazing. Yeah. By the way, Longo's... I did. I did. I only ate what I could. Could eat. Okay. You know, turkey. Uh, yeah. Turkey. Basically, Basically turkey. It's, it's turkey. So I was lucky enough to have two Thanksgivings. Uh, so Thanksgiving afternoon, Maya and her dad, we went out to lunch at Ted's Montana Grill. Mm, nice. uh, the new one there on Marietta Boulevard. Yeah. They did like a Thanksgiving dinner or lunch mm-hmm. uh, with turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and dressing and cranberry sauce and carrots. They were boiled, though. They were, <laughs> and I usually don't like carrots, but these are actually good. And a, and a dessert. It was great. It was a great, like, little thing. And then that night, we went to Maya's best friend's mom for a little... They're part of our pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went. It was just four of us, five of us there. And she made us a homemade... I mean, it was great. I got to have two two uh, Thanksgiving nice. dinners. Yeah, That's so it was good. good. But I had to work both Thursday and Friday morning, which kind of... Oh, that sucks. Yeah, what are you well, going to do? I, yeah. Hopefully, I'll get holiday pay. If HR's listening, make sure I get holiday pay for for Thanksgiving morning. You should. There was no traffic. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it was easy. What did you do? Just sit there? I, I don't even know what I said. I was giving out recipes. 
I was okay, like, here's Eric how you Erickson. boil carrots. Get some Erickson's. Yeah, yeah just copy Erickson's. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so most you've ever paid for food, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Do you, have you heard of the French laundry truck? It's been in the news recently. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where Gavin, Gavin Newsom, Newsom had his, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You went there, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's apparently the uh, the best restaurant in the, in the United States. Uh, it's out in California in wine country. And it. I'm not going to lie. It was spectacular. The only reason I went there is because one of my best friends threw a group. This is pre-COVID, by the way, threw a group party for his wife's 40th birthday. So he invited us all out there and he paid for the uh, fancy dinner, which I don't even know how much it costs. It was ridiculous. But at these fancy places, they have these things called add-ons, right? You can Here's what we're providing you, but you can add on caviar. You can add on champagne. You can add on boiled carrots for Deborah Green. You can add on thousands <laughs> of dollars to the bill. So I yeah. knew I wasn't paying for, for the meal, but uh, like it was kind of understood. If you get an add-on, that's on, that's you. on you. So they had mac, mac, truffle mac and cheese. And I love mac and cheese. Who doesn't love mac and cheese? Does your mother-in-law love mac and cheese, Deborah? Is that a thing in England? I don't think she Not eats mac and cheese. All no. right, all right. <laughs> so anyway, I love it. I'll, I'll try anyone's mac and cheese, whatever. So I was like, truffle mac and cheese, I got to go for it, right? Yeah, they don't yeah. tell you the price of the add-on, by of the way, at the don't. time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So no, they, get, they get it, and they bring it over. It's like a little, uh, I don't know, like a, a serving size for Longoria or myself. Yeah. It was like a tiny food establishment where they bring you like, no, basically just taster, so. or do they bring you like a? It, an, it, it was. You know what I'm saying? So it's like twelve courses, right? So like six courses in, and I, it's small. Okay, all right. And I'm like, I'm, we're gonna have to go to In and Out Burger on the way home. There's no way I'm gonna be filled. <laughs> but by the end of the twelve courses, 12. Okay, you're completely you. stuffed. Like they know what they're doing. Okay, you get your money's worth. So I get. It's like I don't know. Like if you're getting a French onion soup, right, like one of those right, bowls. Right, right, that's like what a the cup versus a bowl. Yeah, well, it's like in between, in between a cup and a bowl. Okay. So the guy comes over, and it's beautiful mac and cheese. It looks fantastic. And then he takes black truffles. And usually, I don't know if you ever had black truffles in a restaurant. Usually they go, and like two slicks on the thing. And then this guy, for 90 straight seconds, was like, had a cheese grater. (laughs) It was like, were you supposed to say when? No, like this is is why it's so expensive. Like he dusted, not dusted, he covered that mac and cheese crock with like a half inch of black truffles. Which are crazy expensive. expensive, so it was okay. I was overwhelmed by the truffles. Too I would much have, truffle. Yeah, I would actually like give me the little. That yeah. would have been enough for me. It was too much. Too much truffle. Like when they offer you the cracked pepper, they kind of just give you a oh, couple no. turns and that's it. Yeah, and walk away. Yeah, I never get the pepper guy. By the way, really? Yeah, pep- I love I love making them stand there awkwardly and continue to do it. <laughs> and then when they try to go away, I'm like, oh, keep going. I say this often: pepper is a you BS spice. I don't like uh, pepper at all. Really? Yeah, what? it's it's a garbage oh, spice. No, what? It, it tastes like. Oh, you're terrible. It, yeah. You use pepper when you want to cover up the crappiness of your food. That's that's that my not theory. True. On pepper. That is not true. I, I, listen, I'm going to die on this hill. <laughs> pepper is right. a BS spice. Anyway, so. Fighting through the, I mean, literally, you fight through the truffles to get the, the mac and cheese was delicious. It was overkill. I did not sure. need the truffles. It was $150. For that little bowl of mac and cheese. Which was like $5 worth of mac and cheese. Yeah. And 104 <laughs> So I did not, I, was, I mean, I paid it, obviously. Sure. But I was so disappointed. I would have rather just the mac and cheese for five. Like, can I just get the mac and cheese add on? Yeah. And, like, it was just too much. Yeah, yeah. And I like truffles. They're fine. Yeah. But th- too much of a good yeah, thing is, is too, too much. much. Yeah. So that, I'm embarrassed <laughs> to say, I spent $150 
on mac oh, and cheese. a box of Kraft mac and cheese oh, size portion. So that at, at Gavin Newsom's favorite restaurant. Yeah. This is pre-COVID, by the way, pre-COVID. So what's the most you ever spent on food? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Steve's in Conyers. Steve, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. You? Excellent. What's cooking, buddy? Well, sounds like a lot of mac and cheese to me. It was, it was a lot of truffles. It was a perfect portion of mac and cheese, but too many truffles. I hear you. I, uh... Back in the day when I was uh, working corporate, doing a startup, I used to have to travel a lot. I got stuck at an airport one time, and it was in, in Indianapolis, I believe it was, and I wanted to grab a burger, and the only place that had a burger uh, was a, a Houston's, right? Okay. So I, I sit down, I order the burger, the cheeseburger and the fries, and, and I have a, a beer with it, right? I get the bill, and it's just a touch under 50 bucks. Wow. Well, that's the restaurant. I mean, that's the airport, right? Everything. You go oh, to McDonald's yeah. at an airport, and yeah, the, the Egg McMuffin's $9. Yeah. Like, it's crazy yeah. how they, because you're a captive audience, yeah. right? You have nowhere else to go. You're going to pay 50 bucks for that cheeseburger. Yeah. Was it good, at least, Steve? Was it all right? Oh, yeah. It was a great. It, it had, a, a like, a pretzel bun. <laughs> he remembers cheese. it. Yeah. Well, listen, if I spent 50 bucks on a burger, I'd probably remember, too. All right. So, yeah, I guess yeah. anytime you go to, um, even if you go to a Starbucks, you get oh, a coffee. Yeah. At airports. Like, normally, I just get, the only time I get, thing I get at Starbucks is, like, just a hot black coffee. And it's usually, like, two bucks. But at airports, it's, like, $5. And the, the Frappuccino thing that you get, Longoria, is like $19. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it is. Now, Houston's, I like Houston's food, but I got a problem with Houston's. Okay. It's a, it's a fine establishment. The food is, is... I thought you were talking about the town. Well, Sorry. that too. <laughs> that too. It's a swamp. That Houston's too. Swamp. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they won't let you wear a hat in there. What? Yes. Yeah. Houston's makes you mm-hmm. take off hats. And it's like, you're not the French Laundry. You're Houston's, right? You're, you're so they'll a, ask you to take it off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll make you. Yeah, you can't. They won't let they you won't in. They won't let you in. And not just a, a, a MAGA hat, on. Chuck. Not, you can keep it like, <laughs> like any hat. Which I'm like, you, you're serving French dip and spin dip. Like, come on. Yeah, what yeah. if you have a Jewish yarmulke? Ooh. 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 Jews nuggets. <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> thought. I don't know. So I, I doubt they'll make you. Because if I'm not on TV, I'm always wearing a hat. So right, I don't go to Houston's a lot. Yeah. And it's like, and I get hat heads. So it's like. I mean, uh, Houston's is great food, but come on. you wear a blazer with a crest on it? (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you wear a hat with the blazer, maybe they'll let you in. Most you've ever paid for uh, food. Roger is in Roswell, Georgia. Roger, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Actually, it it wasn't so much what I had paid for. It was what I uh, had gathered. Okay. Was morale mushrooms. I've heard of them. They were well over $120 a pound, wow. which is not trouble. What, what makes them so uh, expensive and, and so sought after? They're really hard to find, and at the time, they could not cultivate them. And they're available about two weeks a year. Oh, so it's like you have to get these in the wild. Correct. Now, where have I? there's a TV show or movie. The, the only reason I know about them is because of some TV or movie reference to them, because I don't think I've ever had them in my life. That's, that's a crazy oh. Yeah, they're superb. Um, they have figured out how to cultivate them, but I had gone out with a neighbor who specialized in finding them up in central Missouri. And so I was cooking up about a pound and a half, two pounds of them approximately, 
and my friends were just looking at me because they knew what they cost to get them at a restaurant. <laughs> oh, no kidding? I heard, yeah, I heard they pair helpful. well with Mackinac peaches. Okay, yeah, yeah. So so I'm just throwing a barbecue, and we're just chowing down on these things like they're a dime a dozen. So <laughs> it, the look on people's faces were, oh, my God, you're doing it. Yeah, so. Liv, Roger, living the high life, eating those morale mushrooms. I was going to say in Missouri, that was, yeah, we used to do that all the time. You'd find those, and people would be like, oh, that's so expensive. Like, yeah. well, they were just on the ground, so yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and eat What about the Mackinac peaches? They're only available for a week. <laughs> for one week out of the year. And Longoria sucks on the pit. Um, when we come back, the most you've ever paid for Food Plus Russ in Gainesville, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's Christmas time on the Mark Aram Show. Toys for boys and girls again. Hear those sleigh bells jingle jangle. Oh, what a beautiful sight. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Most you've ever spent for food in honor of Gordon Ramsay's $106 fancy cheeseburger. Westside Walt joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Walt? Hey, buddy. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. So, so anyway, I want to have a real nice anniversary. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I think uh, Walt just ran off the road. We'll get back to you in a second, Walt. Let's do Russ in Gainesville, though, Longoria. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russell, how you doing? Happy Monday, brother. Hey, thanks a lot. Um... I'd say probably Bacchanalia. That's where I went for Amaya's uh, birthday dinner. That was an amazing place. I'd never been there before. It's a hundred a piece, you know, and that's just for the food, not the drink. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's one of the it's it's most. the same thing. Like it's the fixed menu, right? You go in. Uh, they actually at Bacchanalia when I went, you had a choice of of dishes, but at uh, the French Laundry, it was like they print out the menu. Like there's no. You tell them beforehand if you're a vegetarian or vegetarian right, or whatever, right, right, right. but there's no like, oh, there's... do I want the steak or no? It's like this is what you're getting. This is what you're getting. Yeah, but that's uh, Bacchanelli is a great place, Russ. Oh yeah, I hey, like it. What uh, what'd you do for Thanksgiving, brother? Um, I had a special thing happen to me Saturday night with a woman. It's kind of funny. All right. <laughs> yeah, I put my arm around her and I said, "I love you," and she threw up. Are you serious? <laughs> Was this one of the ladies yeah, we know? She didn't answer me. Was it the, who was the lady? Uh, going Gail. All right, is Gail still around or no? After the the vomit, no. that was it. Was this at your no. home or was this in a restaurant? Where did this happen? Yes, yeah, right, right at my house. Yeah. So how you? So she came home with you. So obviously she was kind of into you. Yeah, that, yeah. I have that effect on women. Though. How long? How long did you know this woman before you told her you loved her? Oh, I don't know. A while. All right. Because, I, you know, you can't. You About can't, eight minutes. Yeah, you can't drop that too <laughs> early in a relationship, Russ. That'll That's come back and bite you. That is yeah, a big, big matzo ball hate, hanging out there. A guy I hate worse than anything, me particularly. You tell a girl I love you, you want him to say I love you back. Yeah. The worst thing you can hear is why. You say I love you, they go why. Then you like. Oh, uh, that she's got issues, though. If someone, If you say I love you and they say why, then. They've got some some issues. Uh, Russ, uh, happy belated Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, Russ in Gainesville. Had a, told a girl he loved her. Oh, I think it's George Costanza. Upchucked. Said it to a dog once. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 Debbie has a bad ear. She probably didn't hear you. <laughs> I love you. Can I get some ears? Yeah, I heard, you, I heard you the first time. Uh, all right, we're going to come back with more of your calls. Johnny Kielbasa, I'm going to tell... 
uh, my Warren Sapp dinner story because that was an expensive meal. Uh, 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, it's Mindy Kaling, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. 736, 24 in front of 8. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. 36 degrees on Peachtree Street. No snow here yet, Longoria. But at least your daughter's got to see it. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Johnny Kilbasa coming up in just a second with a fast food review. Speaking of food, the most you've ever spent on a food item or a meal, Brandon joins us on the program. What's going on, Brandon? Hey, Mark. How are you? Excellent. Long-time listener. Love the show. Welcome aboard, buddy. So I've been in the restaurant industry in Atlanta for over 30 years, and my call is not so much about what I've spent, on food over the years, but just what I've either seen Ooh. or served okay. over the years. Some of those expensive items: tomahawk steaks. Yeah, that's a big that's a big uh, item. Chuck loves the tomahawk. Whenever Erickson's paying, Chuck orders the tomahawk. Absolutely. So, so most people don't know why they're they're so expensive. And uh, Greg Norman actually raises them. It's one of the big names out in Australia. The shark and their white their wagyu beef, which means way way back in Japan when that expedition started the grazing areas for the that cattle were so precarious like on the sides of these mountains and they felt like it would stress the cattle out so much which of course would show up in the meat as far as not being as tender so at night they would massage them and they would feed them sake or beer and then they learned that that would show up actually in the marbling. Well, that, I mean, the, if you ever seen the, the raw Wagyu steak, the marbling is ridiculous. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you pay so much. So I've seen those go for around up 100 to $140 a piece. Wow. And if you get what I've always called arm candy, like crab meat on top. Oh, or, yeah truffles or stuff like that. It could be $200. See, I never do that. Like, I'm a purist. If I'm getting an amazing steak, I don't want to put anything on it. No crab Oscar, no special funky butter. No, I just want the, give me the plain old steak. Uh, Rivka? 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 Yeah, hi. Hello, Rivka. How are you? I am well, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. What's the most you ever spent on a meal? Well, I don't have a dollar amount, but the thing I wanted to say that's kind of funny is that you ain't seen expensive food until you've had kosher food. Kosher food can be pricey, for sure. That kosher is... food is more expensive. And the thing that is funny is that I heard someone say earlier about a restaurant that wouldn't let you in if you didn't have a, if you had a hat on. Yeah. And, and someone said, well, what if you're Jewish and you're wearing the yarmulke? So the funny thing is, if there's if, if a guy's wearing the yarmulke, then he's not supposed to be eating in a not kosher place. So that serves him right. Well, <laughs> I've 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 worn yarmulkes quite a fit a bit. I don't eat it. I eat it at non-kosher places. Here's the the thing about kosher food being so expensive, which is crazy, Rivka. So this is a, a big time Jews nugget, Longoria. Um, so the the Jewish delicacies now, Jews yeah. nugget? No, there we go. Um, yes, are, Semites. Like the food that we eat now as as Jews was the food that we could afford, you know, back when we were uh, couldn't afford anything. So like beef tongue and um, beef tongue is expensive. Exactly. But what back in the day that was like they were throwing it away and they're like, oh, the Jews are like, oh, don't throw it away. I'll eat it. Or the herring, like pickled herring, gefilte fish, Longoria. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. So like all the peasant food which was the cheapest, is now the most expensive because 
because they're 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 it's kind of how it is with mexican food yeah i would imagine Baitas are more expensive than they used to be back oh my god this is breaking news longoria okay uh for for sure and i want confirmation from you and deborah green here Maya and I had the most amazing tacos on Saturday at Little Ray's on Piedmont. It's a Ford Fry restaurant. Oh, sure. Holy. I'm, I Granted, I'm a gringo, but these were out of this world good tacos, Longoria. Really? Yes. You're on a diet. I can't talk I've to you about it. I've been to his El Felix. Yeah. And that oh, was really good. good. And if it's on the same par as El Felix, <sighs> then yeah. They're I, I'm, not a, an, I'm not a connoisseur. But these were hot damn good tacos, like amazing. I'm sad that I went because it is so close to the station. And now you want to go every day. I I think I'm going to be there a lot. It was, oh, my God. Carne asada. They had the, am I pronouncing that right? Sure. Is it close enough? <laughs> yeah. All right. 404-872-0750-1800, WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know. He puts the carne in your asada, Johnny Kilbasa, <laughs> in the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram, and gracias for that. I'm not exactly sure what it means, but it <laughs> sounds good to me, man. Johnny, these and... tacos were phenomenal, buddy. Mm, which kind did you get? I got a, I got three different ones, and Maya got three different ones. I got two beef and one chicken, two different types of beef. Maya got a pork belly, uh, mm. a mushroom, and a mm. chicken. Uh, they were mm. they were phenomenal. So good. Anyway, what's that on the menu good. tonight, Johnny K, now that we're all hungry? Yeah, out with the Thanksgiving and in with the Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. And don't worry about shopping this year because KFC has you covered with a little breaking news tonight, Mark. Where? That's right. For you collectors out there, Kentucky Fried Chicken is bringing back some retro buckets just in time for holiday season. So for all your Kentucky Fried Chicken fans out there, you can go and you can get the 1966 and the 1971 holiday retro buckets are out now. Now, I know for all you collectors, everybody says, yeah, what about 1974? What about 1978? Forget about it. They're doing 66 and 71 this year. So it's very festive. It's more festive than usual. It's got the old school uh, kernel on it. It's got a couple uh, brick walls. It's got a, It's got taglines from yesteryear, like so tender, so tasty, and North America's hospitality dish. We all remember that one, so, Mark, and so that's I just, not all. Yeah, I, I, real quick, so I just, I just Googled it. So the food is the same. It's just the bucket is like the style of 1971 or 66. <sighs> That's right. They're not going to be serving fried chicken from 1971, <laughs> fortunately. Well, I don't know if they were like, all right, you know, it's 1971 bucket, and we're going to charge you 1971 prices or something like that. <laughs> no? Not yet, but maybe they'll do that before Christmas comes. Yeah. And while you're at it, Mark, another Christmas delight from KFC. Okay. The fire logs back, Mark. And if you like to torture yourself or torture other people with the smell of Kentucky Fried Chicken, but you don't feel like going and actually getting some, the fire log is back. It's got the smell of 11 herbs and spices. You just throw it into your fireplace or any other place where you'd have a fire. And you can get this not at KFC, but at Walmart of huh. all places. Okay. So you got your fire log at Walmart. You got your buckets coming from every direction, Mark. And 
just get your collection going right now. Interesting. You know, I've, I have a fireplace in my house, Chuck, and I've been there 15 years, and I've never once used it. That's insane. I know. I know. I'm lazy. <laughs> and I have central heating. So there's there really hasn't been a and I live in Atlanta. So there's like three reasons why I'm not doing it. All right. If you uh, change your mind, make sure you get it cleaned first so you yeah, don't yeah, burn the 100%. place down. No, I mean 15 years in, I'm not going to do it now. All right, that's the fast food review. Let's uh, get a little football minute action here. All right, fresh off the fast food review, Johnny Kilbasa breaks down the weekend that was in the world of pigskin with the world famous football minute. Tape up your ankles and get your hip pads ready, everybody. Week 12 of the NFL, eat a turkey, bowl a turkey week in the Metro. How many days till Christmas week in America? Four teams on my radar, four teams with wins, shots are on the house, blowout alert. Your Magic City Dirty Birds are definitely the best 4-7 and seven team in the NFL. Matty Ice only needed a buck 85, young ho coo. Five for five on the FG, four for four on the XP, that's a lot of FP for your K. Blowout alert, your Stone Mountain Freeway Bulldogs took advantage of the plague and took out whatever was left of the Gamecocks. Blowout alert, your Midtown Bumblebees finally squeezed the game in and no game November. Jeff Sims was running and passing up a storm. Upset alert. Your downtown Panthers won the battle of Northwest Central South Georgia. Or Cornelius Brown IV had a career high passing game. Tariq Hill had a whole lot of Derrick Henry. Had a whole lot of Patrick Mahomes. Had a whole lot of Will Fuller. Had a whole lot of Nick Chubb. Always has a whole lot of Denver. Has to play without quarterbacks. And Baltimore Pittsburgh gets to wait till Wednesday. What the hell? Can you believe it? Mark Aaron's New York Football Giants with a negative 39 point differential in a three game winning streak are officially in first place in the NFC Lisa tonight. Mark's team will take first place all alone after the Seahawks squashed the Eagles on the end. For the record, I despise Baker Mayfield. I mean, just <laughs> despise him. The commercials, too. They, you have, I don't care. Yeah. Like, you have Nick Chubb. You have Kareem Hunt. Stop throwing touchdowns. Just let those dudes run the ball in. Heartbreaking. I got one TD against the Jaguars because Baker's like, oh, I'm going to throw the ball now. Do, 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 do. Oh, I hate that son of a biscuit. Not a fan. It- Eight and three, bro. Eight yeah. and three. Hey, Giants are in first place, and Longoria's yeah. best wide receiver just got knocked Jeez. with a six-game suspension for uh, oh. drugs. For uh, uh, yeah, performance-enhancing yeah, drugs. Yeah, he claimed he didn't Yeah, know, what are you going to do? Whatever. Johnny K., we appreciate you as always, and... If the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa Rocks on Instagram, and the Sauce and Chut podcast on any pod app or johnnykobasa.com. All things Kobasa and johnnykobasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. There's Johnny K. All right, real quick. Uh, this is probably the the most impactful financial meal of my life. Okay. 1998. I'm working at my uncle's cigar store, working here at WSB Radio, making eight bucks an hour. And uh, I befriend, I'm not going to say his name because he might be listening. He's probably listening. And his best friend was Warren Sapp, NFL Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. This is when he just got into the NFL. Uh, big deal, whatever. He's like, hey, you want to go out to dinner with uh, me and Sap tonight? I was like, hell yeah. So I, my roommate at the time, Blue Oyster, that was his nickname, I said, hey, we're going to go out to dinner with Warren Sap tonight. Now, he's a waiter in a restaurant. I work at a cigar store, okay? And we're going out with a multi-million dollar NFL player. And we go to the uh, now-closed Shark Bar in Midtown Atlanta. <clears throat> so we know we're going to a fancy restaurant. So Jay and I, like, wolf down like a sack full of Burger King before. Because we know we're not going to be able to afford the food at this restaurant. So we're getting like the classic chicken sandwich, a Whopper with cheese. We're filling up before this meal because we know we're not going to be able to afford. So we get to the Shark Bar and we get the menus and it's expensive. I mean, I don't. in hindsight, it's not too expensive, but for 23-year-old me, yeah, it was yeah. very expensive. So I'm like, ah, I'll just get the Caesar salad. And Jay's like, ah, I'll get the 
the gumbo or something, you know, like, and Warren Sapp is like, I want the tomahawk ribeye. I want the lobster tails. Uh, I want this for an appetizer. I want ba ba ba. Let's bring us a bottle of wine. So Jay and I are eating our gumbo and salad, like and like whatever free bread we can get there. Great meal. Like we're, we're treated like VIPs. We're like in a legit VIP. Like people are taking pictures of Warren, asking for his auto. Like it was a it was a great time. The check comes. They give it to Warren. He looks at it. He's like. All right, uh, 1,500 divided by four. Oh. Uh, it's like, uh, it's like uh, 450 each plus tip. And I looked at Jay and I'm like, I'm like, how much, how much do you have left on that Discover card, man? He goes, I barely enough. I was like, and what are we going to say? Like, yeah. hey. I had a $9 Yeah, salad. I had a Caesar salad and he had gumbo, but we didn't say anything. And uh, we want, I wound up paying... Four hundred, well, probably five hundred dollars with tip for a, for a Caesar salad. Wow. So yeah, that was crazy. So thanks for that, Warren. Always a good time. All right, we're gonna come right back, uh, finish up with your calls. We got Tony and Marietta gonna close things out on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Uh, no calls, Chuck. You're done. Your job is done for the day, my friend. We'll be right back. Christmas music time on the Mark Aram show. Mark Aram. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. No better way to close out the show than our longtime friend, Tony in Marietta. Tony, what's going on, brother? Good evening, Mark and crew. Sorry, Deborah, about that lousy uh, Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> that you had to have. Say, boiled carrots or boiled carrots, Tony. Yeah, I, I understand uh, UK food. Um, <laughs> I, this had to be about uh, 25, 30 years ago, something like that. We had just arrived in Atlanta, and uh, Linda and I had a uh, one-year anniversary, and uh, everyone said, oh, you have to go to Panos and Paul's. Oh, the original, yeah. Yes. So we go to Panos and Paul's. And, of course, we have some cocktails, and it was valet parking because I was too lazy to go find the spot in the shopping mall. And all that good stuff. So we get to the dinner part of the deal, and it's like, okay, these are the specials of the day. And uh, she's a vegetarian, but actually the new term is pescatarian since she eats seafood. So she got the uh, seafood dish of the day, and I got surf and turf. And, of course, we had a bottle of wine and yeah. dessert and espresso, blah, blah, blah. With the tip, I think the thing was uh, totaling somewhere near three twenty-five, three seventy-five. Oh, but she was worth it. Every Absolutely. she was worth every penny. Tone, no doubt about it. Yeah, that's she's that's, still uh, here after all these years. That was uh, Pano's original original big restaurant. That I never I've never eaten there. I can't now. It's it's not there anymore. But uh, at least you have that great experience, Tone, and you got to tell the story in the Mark Aram show. Absolutely, I'm always honored to be a guest. <laughs> Likewise, buddy. Always, uh, always welcome. Give, uh, give our best to your family, Tone. I sure will, and the same to you guys as All well. Right, there you go, Tony and Marietta, star of the show, Longo. And now, are you guys ready like for the Mark Aram Deborah Green for knowing the conversion of pounds is why the burger is 106 bucks. Mike Shields for jumping in uh, and uh, batting leadoff for Millennial Match Game until Randy figured out how to unmute the phone. And Chris Jose from Channel 2 Action News joining us on Snow Patrol. Uh, we got a funky week, but we got a full show tomorrow, right? I'll lay out what's going on the rest of the week tomorrow. Uh, but little Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather. Uh, let me see your Christmas cards, the Mark Aram Show Christmas cards. Tweet them at me or Instagram them at Mark Aram. Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. You and me and the devil makes three Don't need no other loving, babe
Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.